Hello everyone, welcome again to Magazine 3 Art Pod. We are on uh, on the island of Kungsholmen. This is becoming like a nuisance, <laughs> but I, I have to say that. And I'm here um, with my two lovely co-hosts, Bella. Hello, Bella. Hello. Bella, you, you, we talked about it, that you were in spirit in Mexico yeah. last week. Yeah. Any feedback? Mm, the gallerist lost her <clears throat> computer and iPad, but all went well, apart from that. <laughs> I see. <laughs> they, they were stolen, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Ron? Yes, sir. How are you? Couldn't be better. Very good. Traditions are are made to be broken, right? We we always talked about that. So today we have a, a guest in our studio, and it's Hussein Amir Sadegi from the UK, based in the UK, based in the UK. Origins Persian, origin Persian. Mm. Wonderful, Hussein. You are uh, you are a publisher, but mm. you are also have a, a really. A, a, Uh, impressive uh, background, uh, studied uh, political science in in School Probably of Economics, yeah. right? Mm. And you are a filmmaker. I've done it, dabbled a little in documentary. Yeah. Film. Well, yes. more than that. Yeah. And and uh, but your main focus for a number of years has been publishing these uh, wonderful books that you do together with with uh, your own publishing company and uh, Thames and Hudson, right? That's correct. You have a special angle to, to your books, differently from, from the monographs or... or, yes. or other, yeah. Subversion you, is there. <laughs> <laughs> no, would you, would you principle like to, first, principle last, I think. Yes. That's one of the reasons why I thought it was so interesting uh, to invite Hossein today here, uh, is the fact that you have been researching and carefully uh, approaching a publication about, about the Nordic art scene. In addition to myself, there there are Bella and Ron are, are are two professionals, and Ron has of course the angle from coming originally from the United States and spend a lot of time here. And we were talking about that today, the fact uh, that it also is you that are are coming from the outside and approaching this project. Uh, and you are, which is interesting for our listeners to to know, that you are also separating uh, the book. It's all about the the uh, the practitioners, which means the artists. Mm. It's about the galleries. It's about the collectors. It's all these angles, and you were kind of amazed that that uh, nothing has been done like this before. Yeah. Well, I, I'm kind of amazed of every country that I go to and try to do it, and um, I'm often not welcome, frankly, um, with a lot of insiders thinking, "Who are you?" Um, and I do declare my. Uh, bona fides, I am totally an outsider. I am not an expert in art. And I am in incrementally osmo osmosis, I think mm -hmm. is the word here. <laughs> so I um, look at the artists and then look at the practitioners, um, uh, the what we call movers and shakers, who are the principles in the world of the art, uh, whether institutional curators, academics, uh, gallerists, uh, people like yourself. Uh, and Bella and, and Ron, and um, then uh, bring it together within a frame of an academic uh, three or four essays as a preamble, and short but uh, defined um, spurts of information about the artists and profiles of those um, movers, uh, with the intention of drawing the interest of, of outsiders into art. Uh, Ron, you, you, you spent a number of years here in, in, in the Nordic countries mm. and primarily here in Stockholm. But do you, do, is it about time to make this book? I mean, this is... This is uh... Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, it's 
uh, terrific as a kind of moment in history, and it becomes a, a record of what people were thinking at the time. And, of course, we were talking about this last time, opinions change, points of view change. But these books, I think, become quite valuable um, in that sense. And I, I've actually written a few of these little blurbs for Tim's and Hudson in, in, in the past, and they're always fun because the editors toss you artists that you would never write about, and therefore you have to really dig in. I mean, I wouldn't naturally write about the artists they gave me. And then I have a great time digging in to them. And then, so then you're getting a point of view of a writer who's not already sympathetic with the artist, mm. which is all too common. Mm. And um, so I, I think they're a very useful instrument, historically, culturally, on, in, in a broad sp spectrum. Actually, it's it's a mind-boggling that 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 no one from the outside has has come and 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 looked mm. at it. Mm -hmm. And just not translated already uh, published books in, in, in like an English version of something. I think it's very interesting. And I think it's also interesting to get these different kind of voices, voices that are involved in a scene and voices that come from outside and feed back into what goes on here. And we talked a little bit before about um, how you um, function as a periphery in relationship to the rest of the peripheries <laughs> in a way and I think that's perhaps I think that's the most interesting thing to connect these different peripheries hmm. I hope the, these books will become some form of benchmark reference rule that will be uh, interesting uh, and practically useful both to an expertise uh, to educational and to an ordinary um, citizenry because I think uh, art I am uh, a sort of the antichrist to the, the priesthood of art. Uh, so uh, all these gatekeepers and these curators and these monuments, cathedrals of art uh, all over the world that are building up and they're building their muscles and their egos and they will soon fly with, with wings. And uh, so I'd like to go in there, rough it up, and um, present something. And since I don't have any, um, I have totally an outsider's agenda and I, I'm not involved in the art world in any sense. Uh, or means that gives me the facility to make many enemies without caring much. So that's good. <laughs> <laughs> that that will that will be at least a huge success. <laughs> Hussein, thank you very much. I'm, I'm, you. you have a, a tight schedule here in Stockholm, and I'm really <laughs> pleased that we have this opportunity. Very thank good. you very much for the Thanks opportunity. Thanks a lot. Thank, right. you. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank All right. One of the very interesting articles lately in the New York Times. Is called partner without the prize. Prize meaning uh, the award, and and it's about uh, Bob Venturi that got the Pritzker Prize in mm. early nineties. Mm. And the the Pritzker is probably the, what they usually call the Nobel Prize of Architecture. And uh, but also um, everyone acknowledged the fact that that uh, Venturi. His, his partner in life and partner in the firm was uh, Denise Scott Brown, and she's now in the age of 81. And uh, they have started now a, a petition mm. to have her included mm -hmm. in the prize, yep. which of course raises questions about uh, prizes and, and what it means and about the fact that can you do this? I mean, and, and we have mm -hmm. certain parallels to that uh, even in Sweden mm -hmm. uh, when there has been Nobel Prizes and I, I think it's almost becomes a, a yearly event where someone receiving a, a prize 
there's other researchers and sometimes even mm-hmm. partners and so on. Yep. Yep. That, that's a, a very good example, but the most outrageous example that I can think of is Charles and Ray Eames. Yeah, it's exactly. Always, it's always Charles Eames. Ray who? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ray who? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and um, she um, made as much of a contribution as, as he, but, but even today, it's hard to uh, find people saying Charles and Ray Eames, it's, it's all about Charles. And I mean, and he was, uh, you know, a brilliant, brilliant guy, but they were both brilliant, brilliant people. And just not guys. (laughs) Just not guys. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But but it it raises, uh, I mean, it. It raises questions, uh, which we have also discussed once in a while about this, when uh, visual art becomes uh, uh, partly offensive, it shows violence. Mm. And we discussed a couple of mm. uh, months ago uh, in, in a town in mm. Sweden where they wanted to remove a sculpture and so on. Yeah. Is it even plausible? Is it even You know, what to, do you mean? To, 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 yeah, I mean to reverse, to, re- to reverse, to, reverse to make the up for history gone gone wrong. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think there's a little bit of two issues, perhaps, because the vile thing I can't really. Could, I mean, that's something maybe a little bit different. But I think it's sometimes it's like a, sometimes it feels offensive <laughs> that it's being done without real change happening for real, mm-hmm. and it just seems a little bit like. Like a show, like oh, now we're going to give half the money to, to the to the other person. It just seems like. But sometimes you feel like, well, why not? Yeah, well, you know, I was making this comparison uh, earlier to these kinds of books that we were talking about, um, the survey of Nordic mm-hmm. art or the survey mm-hmm. of Korean art. Is it? They remind me very much of uh, 17th century Dutch maps, mm-hmm. where you look at a map of the world and you go, oh, that's what they thought then. You know, they're dead wrong, but that's what they thought. Then it's a genuine artifact of a particular mindset or not, or a, a knowledge bank of what they actually knew. And in in uh, instances like this, it is a, a kind of interesting historical artifact of truth that uh, Brown didn't get, wasn't recognized at the time. Mm-hmm. That's what they thought then. Yeah. We don't even, agree even, even though yeah. we know, of course, that they started the firm yeah. together. Yeah. Yeah. And some of the comments has now been that he actually got the prize prior to meeting her. The very, very early things, <laughs> which, of course, is uh, very likely not true. And then they even say that uh, at the time you could only give to one person. It was first with Herzog uh, de Moirun, where, where you allowed two people to, to get oh, yeah, the prize. Yeah, that's awesome. yeah. And then as a third argument, of course, is they, they express the fact that their jurors uh, that was on that committee at the time that are not alive anymore and subsequently you can't change it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's a stressful thing now that <laughs> everyone's dying. But, <laughs> but well, that's it, but Bella, that's, oh my that's, God, that's, what are we going to do about this? But, yeah. no, but, but what I think is another thing is perhaps uh, to organize, uh, to use other tools, how we organize um, kind of narratives and history. And maybe that's what we really want to happen. And you can see it like even in problematic museums like the ethnographic museums and things like that, how you try to reorganize, to look at things from another angle, to not look at it like regional. And it seemed like this was also, that we talked about today, was also like to try to have another angle, how you collect the stories. Mm-hmm. It's not the same old survey or the same yeah. old, yeah, who's, who's who. And, and giving Brown the prize, okay, give her the prize, That seems to be the right thing to do, as long as we can admit to ourselves that we're treating the symptom and not the disease. 
Um, mm. Giving her a prize yeah. doesn't fix anything uh, other than exactly. in, in her particular what situation. What does she say? That's what I would like to know. Yeah. Well, I think I think she actually would would like it. She she actually says, which is kind of uh, almost poetic. For Miss Scott Brown, the sting remains fresh. When we were married, I suddenly was being told, look, let's just keep this photograph of architects, she recalled. I'd said, I'm an architect. And they said, would you mind moving out of the picture, please? Oh. <laughs> and, 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 and it's a long time ago, but it's still in, in yeah. Yeah, con- contemporary yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think back to uh Greenfield picture of the... Uh, uh, s- European surrealists and American abstractionists, um, and how few women, yeah. I don't know, was there one? Or, but it, I mean, they they were excluded from one of the most monumental um, photographs depicting yeah. a particular era. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we can find as many yeah, examples yeah, so, so of that many, as well. I mean, also we have, a, we have a local example of Hilma Klint now that is exactly. uh, like this and trying to, and now she's going to be in, the, in Venice and... You get unsure. Is it like written out or is it important? Like this kind of uh, being unsure also. What's mm. what? But I think with Hilma Klint, it's 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 also fascinating that in the papers after her death, she decided that no one was allowed to mm. see the paintings for I don't know twenty years. Yeah. For, for was it only twenty years? Only twenty years. Huh? But uh, it took the art world about sixty years to come around. <laughs> exactly. And 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 now it is this tremendous success yeah. Yeah. here yeah. in yeah. Stockholm of Hilma Klint and, and the exhibition will will yep. relate to mm-hmm. tour. When I when I saw her work for the first time in Stockholm fifteen years ago mm-hmm. uh, and I wanted to write about it, my editor who I'll leave unnamed, I said I've got the pictures, I've got the dates. She was doing what we would commonly know as automatic drawing 60 years before the boys on the continent. And, you know, and I can sympathize with him, but he didn't have sufficient imagination to believe that that could be true. And so mm-hmm. that was actually edited out of the very first article I read, wrote about her, which was really the point, is that she mm. was there first mm. and she had staked yeah. out her territory and it, mm. it just didn't line up. And it will still take some time before she will be as obvious as her male artists, uh, friends from, from Kandinsky to Kupka and everything. Yep. It, it, it will take still a number yeah, of years. Because there's still something that lingers that it's not intentional that it somehow is in her nature or something yep. like this yep. that seems to just be like a bad smell. Yep. Mm. We have this concept, of course, with uh, three friends and three questions. And when we talk with Hussein, uh, we again approach a lot of things. But I, I wanted to end with one of these amazing donations, uh, which was given 10 days ago by uh, Leonard Lauder, one of the one of the sons of, of the cosmetic uh, empress Estée Lauder. And and uh, as a sign of, of gratitude and admiration for the Metropolitan Museum of Art in New York, The Guardian wrote this uh, article by Jonathan Jones. And uh, he's giving, I don't know, it's about 78 works to the Metropolitan Museum, uh, valued at uh, in excess of one billion dollars. Yep. Good for the Met. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean... Uh, you know, I think collectors, and I go right back to the Medicis, the Medicis probably tell us more about the Renaissance than any single artist or even const- small constellation of artists. So 
according to what Lauder's taste was like, I'm, I'm not saying good or bad, we'll get a particular impression or, of his sense of worth and value within the culture. And I think that's it's just like these books we were talking about yeah, exactly, before. Sorry. It's, it's, it's yeah. like, okay, that's what they were thinking yeah. then. And that's a very yeah. interesting thing. It, the art is one thing, and that's very important. But which, it also, will, which will have, uh, I mean, it goes from his, his private living room yeah, yeah. to yeah. one of the mo- yeah. more visited uh, institutions in the world, yeah. which yeah. is a, a beautiful thought, yeah. right? No, ab- absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, and I also think he, he, there's not any, any kind of uh, art political standpoint. I mean, it's, 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 one can discuss quality, but it's all uh, highly recognizable names. Yes, yeah. yeah. And, and, uh, and so it gives us an idea of in the late 20th century what people were, were valuing within the culture and mm-hmm. being and if we go back to Hilma again mm-hmm. she wasn't in the she wasn't in the register until just just recently mm-hmm. um and i'm sure some of these artists will fall in and out of favor but it gives us a, a kind of complete set mm-hmm. of the plebeian class point of view on the upper east side late mm-hmm. 20th century mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it it reaches a tremendous audience this news and it is of course uh, almost a incomprehensible uh, donation i mean it's it's the equal of of some countries uh, uh, you know general turnover in terms of merchandise <laughs> i mean it's just staggering amount <laughs> at the same time we we had a, a, a donation to to a museum here in stockholm not that long ago a couple of weeks ago by a a, a couple Evan Jaradier and and the the Moderna Museet released a, a press release and so on and I was astonished how uh, little media coverage mm. uh, that yeah. created here in Stockholm. Yeah. I mean these are I'm, I'm not comparing it with the Lorders but the the gesture and the the and the feeling of of giving something mm. to a federal institution and and these are are uh, very strong contemporary works from yeah. from Isa Gensen to Schitt and so on mm. yeah. and and I was just uh, I have to say I was uh, being being a, a director of a private institution I was kind of saddened by by mm by the lack of response. Because in a way, with all the discussions about the commons, and I would consider Modernamese to be part of of uh, the commons, mm-hmm. there, would, there should be like a, a, a great response that something goes from a private thing to the common. Yeah, it should be, it like, should be an a, yeah, outpouring. It should yeah. be celebrated, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, <clears throat> coming from the outside and looking in, um, one of the very first expressions I learned when I got to Stockholm is no stalk of corn grows higher than any other. Mm-hmm. Um, my gut reaction would be that it got so little attention because it it, it might appear to be showing off mm-hmm. uh, to a larger audience. And, of course, we're in the very small orbit of the of the art world here, and so we see the advantage of it. And, and as you said, Lauder's... A collection going in, in, into the museum with all this ter- terrific exposure. Same thing applies uh, to Moderna, and uh, yet I, I don't know when I've seen this before, especially in I'll say a Scandinavian setting. I see people thinking that um, well, they shouldn't show off or make an anonymous donation. Or people or, think that it's that, that they shouldn't own it in the first place. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, maybe yeah, that's yeah. also that could also be yeah. another way of looking at it. Mm-hmm. I I think it's a, it's a reflection that is 
worth a second thought. Mm-hmm. And I also think that uh, this is one of the topics which we might have in the future. But, but a lot of things that has happened within the art community in Sweden within the last uh, five to ten years has been a lot initiated from from private initiative. Yeah, yeah. And then when private uh, in the end gives mm-hmm. to the state, to the people, it's a range between what you say, Ron, and, and uh, sadly what you say, Bella, too. And that is, uh, for me, that's a depressing thought. I, I agree. I mean, I, I don't know why. The American Friends of the Modernum is that don't get more attention. I mean, they're doing, I think, really, or trying to do extraordinary things. They are doing extraordinary things, and it's like a non-story. But it also seems to me that uh, collecting art in the first place is not only about value and to make an investment, of course. It's like supporting art. So in in the way the gesture of the... It's like a kind of the continuation of that gesture. And it's I think sub- subsidizing the artist. Yeah, subsidizing yeah. the artist, and then the value may grow yeah. over time, right. but you don't exactly, know walking yeah. in the door. No, exactly. no, so it's, it's like it's in the it's in the original gesture also mm. this uh, generosity. And I think uh, to 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 end today's uh, program, I think uh, that was actually one of the aspects that the lauders' donation is is handled, and the value is put from people mm-hmm. analyzing it. And uh, the DGR d- donation is actually not expressed in any kroner or dollars or euros whatsoever, but it's just about the wonderful, generous gesture of, of giving away uh, a dozen contemporary artworks yeah. of extraordinary mm-hmm. quality. Yeah. Yeah. Dear friends, uh, three people, three questions with one visitor today. Have a, a lovely end of April. <laughs> and the, the gravel will be away from the streets and see you all in uh, early May. Lovely to see you again. Yep. Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.